Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. I'm Zoe. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chaotic Harmony. It's great to be with you again. Um, so Jonathan and Mark and I just got to present for the American River ORF Association, right? The American River, is that right? Yeah, A-R-O-S-A. Yes, yes Sacramento, the Sacramento folks. Um, and it it was really fun. I enjoyed it so much. Um, they were a wonderful bunch of people who were so willing to jump in and just, they did everything with us. And unlike most of our online classes, all the cameras were on. <laughs> It was a miracle. <laughs> it was a miracle. And everyone participated. Sometimes you just, I feel like sometimes we do these music teacher workshops because we we want to know what it feels like when the lesson goes well. You know what I mean? Even, even pre-pandemic, that's kind of one of my motivators. <laughs> like I just want to see what happens when I do this with people who try it and it goes perfectly. So anyway it was a really joyful time together and i'm glad that we got to do it and as we were talking with the three of us before we went over to present um we kind of had this conversation about if i could give um this group of people or just music teachers in general one message for this year what would it be and i loved our conversation i thought it was really cool and as usual all of us had some commonalities but split off in you know different directions like we do. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If we had one message for everybody this year, what would it be? And we'll probably hop down a couple different bunny trails. So, Jonathan, you're always the inspiring one. Am I? I think... I, I mean, think so. <laughs> I think we all have our aspects, but... Um, He's the one with the torch, actually. I, He's, like, behind us, like, come on, go! <laughs> I mean, it only is natural since there's so much reflection off my head. I have to be a torch. <laughs> there we go. Um, but no, for first off, uh, advice to give to teachers. This is not something we talked about, but I think it's okay to cry. I think that's something oh, that yeah. is completely okay. Has anyone cried? Like, not on camera necessarily, but has anyone cried to pass? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, but that that's, to me, that's just a normal part of teacher life. Like, how many times have I cried in my car after a really rough day of teaching? That's just, just normal. I'm a crier, though, so I cry at everything. That's fair. I think for me, um, my first year, that was a lot of that. But like, it, yeah. I feel like this year, it was really at the, the knife's edge when it was every single cohort was trying to make things work logistically. Uh, and mm. like, then I'm trying to make it work for VAPA and there's just been a lot of pushback naturally and naturally because everyone's trying to make things work. And it's just, I had to sit down and just, I had to give myself a little healthy cry because, Oh, that was a rough week. It's so. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you like know right what now, I saw today? I saw Leslie Ann Bird just wrote an article for teaching with ORF where she's handing out permission slips. So it's just a list of all the permission slips you can write yourself. So, Jonathan, mm. you're writing a permission slip for us to cry. It's I appreciate okay cry. that. Yeah. I'll take it. Cool. You can have a permission slip to have whiskey at any time of the day, <laughs> especially peanut butter whiskey, right? Mm. Yeah. Peanut butter yeah. It's breakfast, right? 
with, oh. with the banana. It's like oh. a peanut. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Me. Perfect. Have we really spiraled that far in 2020? <laughs> Wait, are we in quarantine a <laughs> long <laughs> time, Crystal? <laughs> are we at stage six right now of chaotic harmony where we're now creating recipes for people? Oh <laughs> Is that where we're at? <laughs> Start doing I was not the just... author of that recipe. I would like the record to state. <laughs> Mark, it's all on you. <laughs> it's all I'll Mark. Happily, we'll happily do that. You're welcome. But as far as like advice to give, um, I feel or like, a message. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I, yeah. If I was to give it in like one little nutshell, um, what I've seen a lot. Oh, actually, I'll just start with the with, with a nutshell. <laughs> um, or a chicken nugget. I, or the chicken nugget. There we go. There's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I want to encourage teachers to try to push themselves. And I know that runs in contrary to how a lot of people feel right now. Um, I know that distance learning is it's a nightmare for all of us it's just not what we signed up for it's just everything is crazy underneath the sun be it in our work lives and outside our work lives that all said um i think i want to encourage teachers to not just not to not be afraid of the new um oh there's a lot of new technology there's a lot of new ways to approach education especially if you're a veteran teacher that's been teaching for a long time and there are a lot of tools out there, but it's new, it's foreign, and it's not something that you were trained to do. And especially, like I've only been teaching for six years now, but I feel like I've had my groove of what I like and I don't like. And to enter this new space to try to take on these new um, tools is, is scary, but there are so many things I can learn um, by trying these new things out. And by pushing yourselves to do new things, not only are you able to grow more, but also you're able to empathize with your children a lot more. These uh, are children who are learning new ideas from what is a, what, what is a beat <laughs> to like uh, the random stuff that we do in ORF that just involve a lot of movement. It's all weird and new and like, or just it's apprehensive because you don't want to mess up. You don't want to fail and in front of your peers and to place yourself in a place where you are trying new things allows yourself to empathize with how their students are feeling when they're trying something new. So. Yeah, we've talked about that before. We yeah. talked about the power of being in that place of being a learner and and kind of teetering and and not feeling secure and and we ask kids to take risks every single day and if, so if we're going to be asking them to take risks then we better be willing to sit in the hot seat ourselves. So I think that's a good perspective. But also the way you put it for um, the workshop was it doesn't have to be this big overwhelming thing and just. Um, just saying that you're going to try something new. If, if the, if the language of push yourself is not helpful for you right now, maybe just think of it more like, I'm just going to try one thing this month. You know, I'm going to try one thing that I'm not familiar with and I'm going to get familiar with it. And Jonathan used the example of Flipgrid and gave some really great, um, suggestions for how he uses Flipgrid as a collaborative tool because the kids can respond to each other. It was amazing. Um, really, really well done. Um, and I've used Flipgrid, but I just never would even think to use it as the kind of community building tool that you used it um, in your classroom. So maybe just try try one thing and, and do a survey of the, the other teachers. You know, what tool have, have you found most useful? And if there's overlap, then you can say, okay, so three people are using this thing. You kind of get the, the feel of how are you all using it and then just give it a shot, see how it goes. Now you place a really good caveat on what I was saying because, yeah, when I'm saying try something new, I don't mean like tackle, I don't throw away everything you've used before. I'm not saying remove all ideas, but try something out that's different. And 
for me, as you mentioned, Flipgrid's been something new that I've used that um, has allowed me to allow kids to interact with each other, but also um, when I'm teaching it, I'm, ta I'm being very patient about it. It's taking it very slow. And so even if it's, yeah, as you said, even if it's just one small thing, one bit of new, new idea will go a long way, I feel like, you, as not just for the kids, but for you as an individual. Yeah. Yeah, and the first kids to record videos on my Flipgrids are never the ones that speak up first in class, which is kind of cool. So it's like as you're trying new things, you'll probably end up reaching a different set of kids than normally respond to your teaching. So, I mean, there's positives, right? we got to look at it. Got to look at what's, what's happening now because we're trying all these new things. Thanks. Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's that thing where, like, we now have to do things that we've never done. And so... Yeah where we have like oh well i teach with visual like i teach with visual i teach kinesthetically and stuff and like yes but kids still might not respond to that and so yeah. there still might be something for that student that's like yeah not not for me like i'm i'm gonna pass thanks but the the maybe it's just the fact they need to feel safe in their spot in their space to respond to a flip grid or something along those lines now we're able to reach that student where we weren't in the classroom before yeah, I, I feel yeah. like sometimes for some of these guys, it was school itself was the distraction. And so now we're, we're still teaching through distance learning. So um, now being at home, some of them are really thriving in that environment. Um, a lot of them are not, but some of them are. And so it's it's just been kind of interesting to see. Yeah, there's not yeah. that necessarily that peer pressure um, in, yeah. in the typical sense. Like I'm sure there still is, and I'm sure that there are things that students still have to deal with. And no, distance learning is not ideal. Um, but like, I'm looking forward to now, being over. <laughs> right. <laughs> but students now, like they they can, I don't know. It's it's just a different level, and I think that it's really cool. Yeah. Well, I think that some aspects are cool. Yeah. It's well, not all terrible. We're, we're all trying to find <laughs> we're trying to find the the rays of hope. <laughs> in I the think that's the key it. part. I think that's the key part because oftentimes when we hit like this new this new brick, like we think, oh gosh, education is not what it used to be, or like I keep, we're constantly thinking about what it was, and we're not there right now. We're just not. Yeah. And if we stay there, then we're going to constantly reckon. We're going to constantly trip over what we don't have, as opposed to, oh. Well, this is not ideal, but here's a new idea. And what if I try this out? So if we, if we constantly focus on what we do have, maybe we can actually make teaching not like it used to be, but at least a little bit more fun. <laughs> but, you know, mm -hmm. even even like looking at teaching and then even just to, like thinking about the community and the parents and stuff like now there's so much more willing and so much more able to interact with like certain websites like Class Dojo, like now Flipgrid and like those tools, they're not gonna go away when we go back into the classroom. No, like we have them, they're ours, and we can move forward with them. And so yeah. it can now be one of those things where music class, because we can do it asynchronously and we've learned how to kind of do it to you know some degree of success, now it can be like, all right, well, when you get home, try this as like an extension of what we worked on today. And it's more familiar to the students. It's not trying to teach them, well, this is how you get on Flipgrid and this is how I'm going to use it. Like we're doing that right now. And if we abandon everything to, you know, rush back to the way that we did before, we're definitely losing that, like losing out on all the advances we've made, even though they, they don't feel like advances right now. They feel like frustrations. They feel like you just want to slam your head down and just, you know, cry 
or just run away or, you know, work at Starbucks. Like, we're, <laughs> but Mark, we're, we're I, I have a ticket for you, man. You, you can cry. Yeah, I've got a ticket yeah, for you. Yeah, there you go. Is, Permission slip granted. Is. Boom. Um, Sorry, but like, No, you're fine. Um, I needed my ticket. And so, like, it's, it's exciting. And education shouldn't look the same moving forward because we have so much more at our fingertips now. And there's so much more education that can be done at home, not to the same degree, but it, like, it can happen. So that's what I have to say. Yeah. Thanks. And as usual, when we were having this conversation, Jonathan and I began on what appeared to be opposite ends of the same uh, <laughs> the same issue. And that then happens? we realized that there was some overlap. <laughs> this is why our conversations are always lively. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my main message was you don't have to learn any new tricks. You have all of the tools that you need. You know enough. And boundaries are a good thing. And you need to say no when people keep asking you to do stuff. So um, I, and I, I mean, that's coming from just my life phase right now and how I have personally been impacted by all of the pandemic and stuff. And I talked about that, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about the beginning of the school year, just between my family obligations and, and all the stuff that I have going on in my personal life, I just have not had energy to throw into learning all the new tricks nor any desire at all. And just kind of seeing what stuck from the first few lessons that I threw out there, I realized the kids just want to be together and they just want to feel some sort of normalcy. And they, we have a relationship because I've been their music teacher for, this is my sixth year at my school. Um, and so they, they just want to feel like I have that little tiny, you know, hint of something normal in my life. And so music class can be that and I can deliver that. Um, my tools that I'm using are a little different right now. I've, I'm not a very, I don't use a lot of technology usually in the classroom. So embracing all of the tools that are at my disposal, I know, I mean, I can use them. I just don't like to. I think it's always better to get people working together a little more analog. <laughs> you know, when we're, when we're together in person, kids spend so much time on screens. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I just, I feel like I always want to turn the technology off and I want them looking into each other's eyes and playing off of that, the power of the in-person when we're together. But for now, I'm just going to pivot and I'll, I'm going to take my philosophy and realize that that philosophy is enough and it's going to go really far. So that, that was kind of my main thing. Just like draw some boundaries. And if you need someone to tell you to have boundaries, who's not an administrator, who is like in one breath, like, oh, please take care of yourself. Put your oxygen mask on first before you take care of other people. And then in the next breath is like, by the way, here's 10 things that are not part of your contract that I'm going to ask you to do. If you need a colleague <laughs> to tell you to take care of yourself, I'll be that person. Take care of yourself and say no. Take a sick day if you need it. Mental health qualifies that's not cheating use your sick days if you need it take it if you need help you can get it if you need someone to talk to i'll talk to you <laughs> at you know Bappa. right at finny Bappa on twitter actually we have a phone number now so you can call my phone number and we'll leave that for you at the end of the episode we'll you can be biffles in. with us <gasps> new best friends guys so yeah. anyway biffles? that was the best that was the crystal like and ever. jonathan <laughs> Mark, the more you know. What's today's date? October twenty uh, 22nd. There you go. 
Oh my goodness. But yeah. So anyway, (laughs) when Jonathan at first was like, push yourself, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and then we talked Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, (laughs) I see where you're going. It's good to have both balances and it's good to Mm -hmm. have, because you're going to have people like you and me who were on different ends, but both push hard. And have different mm-hmm. needs as well. And I think it, it's important to not just push as I, as I suggested, but also if you can't push, you can't push. And that's right. okay. And I, That's I, okay. That's totally okay. And I think more now than ever, replacing boundaries are super important. So important. We've got to make it through this year. We just, if we got to get through it. And which kind of leads nicely into one of the things that Mark said. And Mark, if you want to share more than just that, please do. But um, he was saying, you know, do your best and your best might look different from one day to the next. And I'll let you expound upon that. But I loved yeah. that. Yeah. I, uh, I don't remember if we talked about it in a previous episode or if we I don't remember if it was just last week. I don't know. It, all the days are. What it's is still time March anymore? March 13th in my head. You know? Time is like, a flat whatever. circle, man. Yeah, absolutely. But like. Time is a flat um, circle. I, I was just I was sharing with uh with crystal and john this and maybe you the listener i've already before so here it is again that um i think we are we're doing ourselves a disservice if we constantly feel that we have to reach the same goal every single day and we have to reach the same things every single day and um the fact that we won't we can't just uh, life you know now is just it's so different and you're going to have good days. You're going to have excellent days. You're going to have bad days. And like, that's nothing new, but now it feels like we, since we have, you know, a little bit more time, we have everything like at our disposal with all the technology and everything's right there. And like, Oh, I have to do all this, this, and this, but you know, um, it's just, I'm not doing a good job of explaining this. I'm sorry. Um, but just each, each day is, let me pause for a second. Um, hmm. each day uh, is going to be completely different just because of the nature of our society, the nature of everything right now. And so all we can ask for is that you do your best that day. And some days your best will be better than other days. That's all I think I have to say about that right now. And it's kind of like what Jonathan was saying before we started recording today about you know, being in a funk yesterday and like some Jonathan's best is like, it makes me exhausted even thinking about it. He's like, I'm going to produce 10 virtual ensembles and (laughs) save the world. (laughs) We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I admire the heck out of it. It, that's, that's not what my best looks like right now though. And you know, but even, even he's had days where like, you know, yesterday he went to go record and couldn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I've had those days where I get off of class and I'm like, okay, I have the babysitter for another hour. I really should plan. And I just kind of stare at my screen for a while. And sometimes the only thing I can do is is keep up with my emails and jot down what we did and go through Flipgrid and, you know, see who responded to my lesson that week and that's what I've got other days I can write songs I can go through the I can go through the volumes and I can make up lovely lesson plans and I can record all the acapella videos and 
you know, work on my YouTube feed or, or whatever. And it's, I think that's okay, especially when you are in community, like we are, you know, um, and that's where I'm really grateful that you guys bridge my gaps. You know, if there's, if there's weeks where I just don't have much and I really need to look up Mr. Kamer or Mr. Seligman's videos and spend 10 minutes of class being like, we're going to learn from Mr. Kamer this week. That's okay. I should do that. Should play more. Uh-huh. Play more <laughs> you videos. should. I mean, they're there. They are. They're there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know, there's... We've there. constructed quite a YouTube channel, the CVESD VAPA channel. Which is really Shameless cool. Shameless plug. Boop. <laughs> but something you said, Crystal, actually, made me think. I, you said that we need to get through, through through today. And going back to what you were saying, Crystal, your, your nugget, if, we, if I may, um, I think is important because it's not just we, we, will, we need to get through this. It's more so that our job it doesn't end today mm-hmm. it's, or rather we we need to be able to exi- we need to be able to teach the next year as well so we can't burn ourselves out we need to create so I, again focusing on what you said crystal like just we need to create those boundaries for us to be able to teach the next year otherwise we will just be entirely yeah exactly you know what just popped into my head too is um i think about this a lot as a as a parent it's like you know I don't remember every detail of my childhood but overall I had a really beautiful childhood because my parents you know the sum total of the good times we had together far outweighed you know the the negative times and so when I have days where I just don't have as much to give my kids and I start to spiral into mom guilt and I really should be like making beautiful dinners out of the cookbook every night and making sure everybody gets an hour of exercise and only gets 30 minutes of whatever, you know, the mom stuff. Um, Then I'll just tell myself, but you know what? I did play catch with my kids this week and we made art and you can focus on those, those little things. It's like, I really do believe that the sum total that I'm building is is greater than those days where I don't have as much and I think the same is true for us as teachers it's like kids really do know when you care when you genuinely care about them as individuals and if you spend your time feeding into that relationship and you bring the best that you have every day at whatever level that looks like that that wins it goes a long way you know and and as you get to teach the same kids year after year you get to kind of reap those rewards and you get to see it which is really exciting and I think that we're going to walk back into our classrooms um and have a joyful atmosphere when that day comes and it's gonna feel really good and and we're gonna be excited to see each other because we're always bringing our best to the table I have a kid um I'm trying to think I think he's in third grade now um yes and it was, I don't know what happened, but like it was one of those things where I would have uh, difficulty keeping his attention, keeping him engaged. He was often a distraction to other students, you know. But this year, he's just, he's super engaged. He like is, is wants to participate and it's the coolest thing. And I like maybe it was just for him going from second to third grade. And I, I don't know, like just a little bit more mature, but like it was really cool. And I think that taking a step back and looking at the broad picture of everything, like, like you were saying, Crystal, it's just like we get so focused in on what's directly in front of us where we lose that ability to step back to be like, okay, well, we'll if, you know, if we stay at the same school, you know, like we'll have these kids for seven years potentially. 
um, if not a little less. And like the good that could happen within those seven years is just like, it's so it's, it's unbelievable, you know? And I had this thought earlier, like we are as music teachers, we're in a special position to connect the entire school. And so um, I, I had shared kind of in our workshop that we now do an announcement video uh, for my school and I put it together. It's about four or five minutes and it's just the, the goal behind it was try to, to keep the community feel like a community, you know, just because it's super easy to not uh, during uh, distance learning and COVID and all this stuff. And so I'm very intentional that my face is the first face they see and the last face they see. So I do, I do the welcomes, I do the closing and like it's an intentional move, not because I like all the attention, but it's like all the kids know who I am. And so if I, if like, you know, a third grade teacher was there, the, the primary kids might not know who that is. Or if a sixth grade teacher is there, like, you know, the, the first grade or second grade, like they might not know who that is. And so I was very intentional now, now that we've been doing it for a while, we're going to start having other teachers do that. And like, I'll take a, a smaller role just, you know, to help distribute uh, leadership just within the school and like have teachers own that. But for these first few, like it was special because I, I got to connect and everyone could be like, Oh yeah, that's my music teacher through the entire school. You know, where if it's just one specific classroom, teacher, like, Oh, well that's my teacher, but it's not everyone else's teacher, you know? So I just think that as, as, as frustrating as it is and as tiring as it is and as insert whatever adjective here you know as it is um we still connect we still connect that kindergarten to that sixth grader that you know that student who feels that they don't have any friends to the student who feels that they have all the friends you know like they all come through our classroom they all sit quote unquote like within our four walls and they're common like they all all have that commonality and so if we if we don't use that that ability that we have to connect everybody we're missing out on something really special that like that can transform a school Um, we have a superpower in that we really do we We really do do. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i know none of none of us take it lightly um yeah it's it's really cool and i i loved our discussion um before the workshop because i feel like right now when I'm reading articles about teaching in 2020, I'm having trouble finding the ones that really resonate because I feel like they're kind of divided into. It's like, here's all the articles for the teachers who are doing okay, you know, and here's all the like tips and tricks for the teachers who are feeling all right. And then here's the articles for the ones who are not okay. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I kind of waver. I, I land in the middle a lot of the time. Um, and so I, maybe this is a conversation for those of us that are in the middle of all of that. It's like, yeah, some days I got it and some days I don't, but I'm also finding a lot of comfort in the thought that all I have to do is do the next right thing. Um, I'm such a planner. I normally have my whole school year planned out. I've got my scope and sequence. I'm checking boxes off and that's just not teaching in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it takes me three or four lessons to get through the content that I would cover in one. Um, last time just because it takes so much longer to check understanding especially when kids won't turn cameras on or (laughs) respond you know Jesus (laughs) if you're there answer me Um, yeah but uh, (laughs) but we're but we're putting one foot in front of the other doing the next right thing and it it is gonna add up so your announcement videos are super awesome they are by the way appreciate it 
They're um, really great. Words that I thought I'd never say is, all right, I'm going to share my screen. And <laughs> hey, thank you so much for having your camera on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to have like a like a 2020 um, vocabulary list for words that yeah. d- just were not like, for instance, uh, I don't think I would have ever used the words asynchronous or even synchronous before, you know, back in January of this year. And now those are coming off of my tongue daily. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's two things I want to address. Uh, first off, mm-hmm. something you you're saying, Crystal, about the notion it's, it's kind of your actually it's a mixture of what all, all both of you guys are saying just the notion that some days we have it some days we don't but also the sum of the total makes a difference and i think i think a lot of us music teachers are really we, first off we care about our kids which is goes without saying but also just we care to make sure that they get the things that are needed to get the things that are right but in the same sense as our students are in are in, we're, we're all in crisis right now like we're still in pandemic mm-hmm. and as they are just get, as they are getting a lot of just academics for however many minutes your district is giving them i think even if what we offer our students is not our a game i think it still does provide a solace for so many of them and i think mm-hmm taking to perspective not so many as so much of like the obstacles we're hitting but if we take the perspective that this is that we're providing that solace for the kids it might not be our best but it still might make a difference in their lives and i think that's important for us to hold on to yeah make them feel seen make them feel cared about and then anything beyond that is kind of gravy um but those are those are and yes there is still a pandemic this is still crisis learning uh even though you know there's some voices in it and administration all across the country right now that are kind of denying that it's like oh we still need to get our learning goals and test scores and blah 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 nope we're still in crisis mode we still need our crisis tools we i mentioned sorry no Uh, i mean until we can go back then then that's that's where we are. That's all. No, you yeah. may go. I, I remember I mentioned in the beginning of like of COVID back in March, like about grief. And mm. I feel like we're trying to rush grief. Yeah. We're trying to rush that like the thing. Okay. Well, that happened. You know, we lost uh, the whole crisis of toilet paper happened. Like all that, you know, happened in the past. It's time for us to move on. But that we're not ready yet. We are still in our houses, not able to do what was happening back in 2019 and i think it's important for everyone to recognize that he's yeah as we were mentioning we are still in a pandemic so don't think that things are supposed to be normal even if uh people are saying for us to push on like recognize that and i think that will help uh, us as educators just to give ourselves more grace i think that's gonna be super Mm -hmm. important as we go on yeah you don't have to be super slick about everything that you do in your classroom. We're not, you know, we don't have full production crews helping us put on the the music class show here. So, yeah, it's it's okay if you fumble for a second. It's okay if you need a minute to get your technology working. It's okay. Nobody's, you know, hopefully nobody's staying there with a watch. You know, really it, sorry if they are. You're saying about things that we uh, you wouldn't think we would be saying or doing. 
I never thought yeah. that I'd be doing a little scat jingle between like stuff do, 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 transitioning between the streams because it's loading. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's definitely something I never thought I'd be doing. Tell you that <laughs> do much. you have a share your screen song? Uh, that is my share of the screen song. I, I, I do a little mm. barely pitch the scat. <laughs> so um, because Wait, I don't it? know. Oh, it's just do, 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 yeah. So do, let's see. Like so. So now I'm sharing my screen. It's like something like, it actually is pretty much like that. I might have to make a jingle on, um, I don't know, on Pro Tools or something after this whole pandemic has eased through. You can through. call it John Scat. John, John Scat. Scat. There we go. Check out Dennis. Mine is, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to share my screen with you, my screen with you, my screen with you. It's time to share my screen with you. Give me a thumbs up if you can see it. And then I just slow down if my internet's lagging. <laughs> and I drag my jingle out as long as it takes. I don't nice. know. I can't do that much silence in my class because I know I lose focus as the student. So I always feel like I have to fill it up. But it also was nice, Mark, when you said space is okay. <laughs> that that was helpful. Yeah, <laughs> space is okay. That that was my permission slip from Mark. Is space is okay. <laughs> space is okay. Sorry, I either scat or I scream. That's just you know, just like oh, you scream. Ah, is it? No, I don't. That's bad. That's bad news bears. Anyway, that sounds stressful. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Just. Uh, I don't know where this goes. Moving on. Uh, Mark, do you have, do you have your own <laughs> that's, transition? That's the October uh, Share Your Screen song. Ah! Ah, gosh. <laughs> it's a Halloween theme, you know? That's right. Oh, that's right. It's a it's Halloween a, a spooky season. Spooky. You're just trying to scare kids, John. There we go. Yeah. Nice. I got gotcha. you. Trick. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a transition. Sorry. Okay. I forgive you. That's your homework for next week. That's okay. So do we want to talk about what are some um, some distance learning lessons or brilliant ideas that have been going well lately? Do you guys have anything to share in that department? Sure. Got a well, couple. I, I can jump on to what I was talking about during uh, the yeah. uh, workshop for ARLSA. Yes. Um, Mr. Seligman's stroke of brilliance. I mean, so what I – I don't know if I mentioned this during the last episode two weeks ago or two sessions ago, but um, – Regardless, uh, right? Some something I've been wanting to do for a long time, for the past two years actually, and my students have been upset when they couldn't do it because of technology. Um, is I wanted to do a foley artist project for the longest time, and if you're not really aware of what foley artistry is, it's essentially if you um, if you watch any film, video game, movie, or or TV show, all the sound effects that you hear are done post production. So if you see someone walking down a hallway, that's not someone with a mic following senior actor as they walk down the hallway it's rather someone does that in post-production they place on shoes and they walk on you know the, the given texture or if you see a horse it's the most classic one if you see a horse galloping they don't follow the horse making sure they capture the sound effect properly they oftentimes grab like uh, plungers shove cloth into it duct tape it and then they onto like a given texture and it's really Should we just cool. see that horse no no one saw the horse no it's actually outside why sorry it's just picking up some sound you know anyways <laughs> i know um but that also something i wanted to do i forgive you mark <laughs> um so something i've been wanting to do with my students is 
have a blank video and students then create the sound effects for that video. And it's a very cool way of students um, really activating their creativity and thinking about what kind of sounds should they hear. Uh, and the thing is though, the past two years, that would require my students bring their laptops to uh, the music room and like there's a lot of issues that might happen, making sure all the software is done properly. There's a lot of rigmarole, which I couldn't do. Now that everyone has a device in front of them, well, let's try it out. So, so what I've been doing is I've been showing students a blank video and then I ask them, what is the main action you hear? So for example, the, um, one of uh, the prompts was a guy walking through the woods. And so then students said, oh, I hear a crunching sound. So they grabbed maybe paper, started crunching it. Or someone said they grabbed cereal, they start mashing it. One student had a really cool idea, which was like a, one of those like foil uh, balloons. She started, just, she started just lightly touching it. It has like this crunching sound. So um, I haven't gotten to the end goal yet, but the idea is students record themselves on Flipgrid um, and then eventually I extract that audio and place it onto the, um, the stock video and then the sound effect that they're creating on Flipgrid is the sound effect that's placed into the video. Yeah. Noise. And then he has the students respond to each other. So like um, the little girl who was playing with the Mylar balloon, um, a friend commented on that and said, that's really cool. And I think you did a good job finding something that sounds like leaves. Now, what if you hit it more like this? I think it would sound more like stepping. And so they were able to have that collaboration and ask that what if and take it a little bit deeper, even though they were digital. I thought it was really brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's going to go. You know, the quarter is still not over yet. So I will keep you posted perhaps in the following episodes. But that's been my, my main go-to lesson for um, grades five and six. That was cool. Yeah. I actually took it. Um, so my art teacher and I this week started a new uh a new unit the kids were telling us that they've been drawing a lot of anime or pokemon while they've been home that's big pokemon's having a research so my boys are all about it and so they just kept showing us all these pokemon drawings and so um we're gonna make you know we're gonna make the pokemon figures you know like do something in a video and then we'll make sound effects for it in music class cool so that was our idea yeah i thought it was fun they're super pumped about it yeah, the sad part is when I have to take away Pokemon cards when students are in person, but it's alas, that's <laughs> beside the point. <laughs> or Legos. Is it sad, or do you just get a new Mewtwo? Uh, the thing is, that they're not even—they're they're just commons. That's the worst part. But I have to that's take it away. True. It's like you're not gonna bring a holographic card. Let's be real here. Anyhow, <laughs> nerding here. How about you, Mark? What's a what's a lesson that you are trying out this year? Um. Well. I am working on a busking project with my fifth and sixth graders. So I have been very much using Quaver as my curriculum driver this year. Um, And so they have a busking thing for sixth grade and I'm like, let's try it. So I've been doing it and the kids seem to enjoy it. Um, uh, And that's kind of what we've been working on. I honestly have no idea kind of where I want to go because if we were in person they'd be in groups but they're not and so it's like well you know yeah and And we're in Microsoft uh, Teams which uh, breakout rooms aren't working very well yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's that's a whole it's a whole nother conversation it's a whole thing Uh, I know sorry I'm sorry I brought it up (laughs) (laughs) it's okay 
Um, Come on, but, Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> Though, if you have an Get answer, you can at us at CH Classroom. <laughs> yes. And give us some help Get us here. some technology <laughs> or, that works. <laughs> I will say, though, the thing about Teams that I do like, just for a moment, is you can call people. Yes. Like, you know yeah, what? You need true. to be in class right now. Let me call you. Oh, you didn't answer? Yep. Let me call you again. Oh, <laughs> let me call a third time. Oh, there you are. So glad you're here. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that with them. We've been exploring rhythms, reading rhythms. Um, they've used uh, like beat pattern beats type makers and stuff. And we busted out recorders and started doing recorders just to give them options. And it's it's going, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. going. Oh. One step at a time. I found it, I, Quaver's been a lifeline for me too. And I really... I'm very grateful for it. It just it it helps make things easier because they've got the these really fun sound effects and things just built in that I don't think I would ever use in my normal classroom. But it's just nice. Like when someone gets the right answer, I have a little track yeah. in front of me. I can click a button. It goes yay, you know, and they get they get like an audience. And um, I've been doing a lot of uh, the rhythm work, um, like rhythm tic tac toe. It's in third and fourth grade, but I put boys against girls. Um, cause it's just easiest. And so they real, they have been on fire about that. So, um, we're keeping wow. a running tally for all of third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. And so for the girls are smoking the boys. I'm like, come on boys, go pick it up, <laughs> figure it out. So boys. yeah, lots of games, games. And they take, they take a pretty significant chunk of time. And then they also, uh, make everybody pop off mute so it's really good for me keeping track of who's following who it's a it's a little assessment so you know if I'm doing like read the rhythm tic-tac-toe then I can see like all right um it's it's just you know since I can't walk around the room and hear them play a xylophone it's yeah it's that one's been working really well and then um the other thing that we've been doing that has been a lot of fun is um I created on Flipgrid I created a um what is it a topic I did a topic where it's like show me um, show me something cool and uh, the kids are always popping in at the beginning of their meeting and they're like I learned a song on my guitar or I learned a new song can I share it with you and I want to say yes but we only have a limited amount of time together every week so now I just said like this is our kind of like our virtual talent show so you can go in there whenever you want you can leave a video and it's really nice because then I can comment on it and um, you know say that's cool guys uh, looks really good and then all of their friends can see it and they've been commenting on each other's and so it's it's just been nice it's like our little personal coffee shop cool open mic yeah there you go that's what i should name it open mic that'd be fun i'm gonna change it that would be really cool mm-hmm. and also if they did it so i'm thinking right now something i was gonna share beforehand is something that i kind of stole mark's idea of uh, the whole morning announcements but uh for the week uh except lately i've been trying to like do duets with fellow friends or music educators and so i would do like a folk song each week for the morning announcements and lately i've been just inviting different friends to do duets with and it's also means of having like my own creative voice you know just just doing something creatively because right now we're all stuck in homes whatnot (laughs) but Mm -hmm. you're saying about the open mic that would be really cool if kids could record themselves and have that in a morning announcement as well like yeah that'd be cool i mean you have to do an audition whatnot but i think it'd be cool though it's like oh can you download flipgrid videos you can they are not as good quality Mm -hmm. is the issue but there are still things you can do uh if if you think that there if again if you do an whole audition process what you could do is not have them instead of using flipgrid have them record on their um dedicated 
computer computer or iPad, their recording programs are better, and then have them send privately to you via Teams or such, and then that way the quality is pretty decent. Yeah, I'm not thinking about high yeah. quality though. Like it would be cool, but like if it's for like a morning thing, like community building, kids just want to see themselves up there. This is true. Oh, and, like, yeah, they, yeah. You can... They already know how to do Flipgrid, and it could just be like here if you want like if you learn something cool we're gonna have a 30 second spot in every every week to feature two videos three videos and, it that, have to be the full and then thing. that would increase your engagement there we go mm-hmm. this could be a good thing mm-hmm. i like it like and subscribe i want to hear from <laughs> i want to hear from our listeners about what they're doing that's working because i know something that is kind of in short supply right now is inspiration Uh, Remember those days where our best isn't as good as other days? So I want to know what's working for you, whether whether you're back in person and you're teaching socially distanced with masks and no instruments and no singing, or you're like us and you're still doing distance learning or something else. You know, I know there's a lot of different things floating around the country or the world right now. So how are you teaching and what's working? Um, And let's just kind of come up with a bank of things that are working. So you can call us and leave us a message at 619-880-3001. So call our number, tell us your name and where you teach and what your situation looks like right now in person, hybrid or online and what's working. So again, 619-880-3001. I cannot tell you how excited I am to hear this from you. This is going to be awesome. Please call. I are know. We gonna, are we going to then play their audio clips on the next Absolutely. Episode? We will we so will play the cool. responses on the podcast. Yes. So call it in and give our listeners some ideas. I think we're up to about 500 listeners these days across all of the platforms. So we want to bring our listeners together from all across the country and the world. Let's let's start banking our resources cuz we really believe in community. We believe in helping each other not feel so alone and we believe in um, in you know when one rises we all rise together. So let us know what's going well. This the thing that we do with KR Karmi is really cool because it's not just us speaking into the void, but it really is the community that comes out from it. And it's been super helpful, and we do appreciate everyone who's been following us since either day one or day 56, or I don't know math, but day whatever. Fill in the blanks. But I do, we do appreciate it. We've been seeing your emails. We've gotten your, your messages, and it's super helpful to encouraging for us, encouraging for everyone out there. But um, what makes this cool is that we have a community, but in order for this community to go bigger, it's really helpful if you do send us a review um, on iTunes or any other, um, send on iTunes, you know, there's, you can do it there. Just like, uh, for example, just like the running music mom, um, she left us five stars saying that this is quickly becoming hey, one of my favorite music ed podcasts. I love how they discuss real questions and concerns we face in the, um, the music room but do so in a fun and relaxed way. Thank you for keeping it real and sharing both the struggles and joys of being a music educator. Well, thank you, The Running Music Mom. But yeah, yeah. so- Thank you. Yes, Appreciate thank you so it. much. And guys, uh, if, you're, if you haven't left us a review, please do, it helps, with, like, it helps just grow this community a lot more. So um, leave us a review, send thoughts on there, or you can also email us at chaoticcomedyclassroom at gmail.com. Also, you can listen to our podcasts on any podcast listening app, as well as um, on YouTube as well. And if you're on YouTube, please do like and subscribe. Again, it helps grow this community a lot. So after the break, stay tuned for a song of the week.
I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. Quarantine song of the week. Jonathan, what song are we playing this week? So I mentioned earlier that I've been doing some duets with some friends and, uh, two Mondays ago I did a or how whenever you view this add that to the weeks um I did a duet with a friend of mine his name is Matt Long and we went to college together but now he is over across the world or across the United States eventually the world let's be real hi Matt so um but yeah this is a duet uh we are just singing this land is your land so I'm gonna say a little diddly before that uh, and then Matt and I are gonna just jump into it so all right enjoy Good morning, Comets. Mr. Seligman here, and happy Monday. So today's folk song comes from the ground beneath our feet. Yes, the United States. And this song is called This Land Is Your Land by Woody Guthrie. No, no not that Woody. There, there you go. <laughs> Woody Guthrie. Awesome. So just like before, first time I'll sing it. Second time I'll talk a little bit about it. And third time, I encourage you to sing along with us. This land is your land, this land is my land From California to the New York Islands From the Redwood Forests to the Gulf Stream waters This land was made for you and me As I went walking that ribbon of highway I saw above me that endless skyway I saw below me that golden valley This land was made for you and me This land is your land, this land is my land From California to the New York Islands From the Redwood Forests to the Gulf Stream waters This land was made for you and me The song kind of talks about what it means to be American. It discusses beautiful places in the United States, the Redwood Forests, the Mississippi River, Golden Valleys. These things were here before we were, and so it belongs to us all. So whether you're rich or poor, whether you're into sports, into anime, into just reading, whichever, this land is your land, and this land is my land too. So we're going to sing the song one more time and only the parts that we've learned. There's actually a lot more to the song, but we don't have time to learn it. But I encourage you to check it out when you can. That all said, 
One more time, sing if you can. I encourage you to sing. And also, we're going to have a special guest. My friend, Mr. Matt Long, all the way from Tennessee, hey Nashville, guys. Tennessee. Hey, Mr. Matt, Seligman. it is so good to see you. So good to see you. I think you played with me once here at Casillas. I did. During, uh, uh, one of the fall, fall festivals. festivals. Yeah. Um, let's go try this out. You ready? Yeah, of course. This land is your land. Land is my land from California to the New York Islands, from the redwood forests to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. As I went walking that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway, I saw below me. That golden valley. This land was made for you and me. One more time. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Islands, from the redwood forests to the Gulf Stream waters. This land. Thank you, Matt, for joining us. Bye, guys. Comments. Have a great week. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, but before we head out, uh, Mark, where can uh, the peoples follow you? You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, at Mr. Keemer. Yep, you can find me at Finny Vapa on Twitter or at crystalpridmore.com. Awesome, awesome. And you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N on Twitter or Instagram. You can also find us at CH Classroom on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuffs. I think YouTube's a little different. It's Chaotic Harmony Classroom. Yes. 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 Um, we're on all that stuff. And once again, you can listen to us on uh, every any podcast listening app you may wish. So, but yeah. Thanks, guys. Cool. Stay well. Bye, friends. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore, Jonathan Seligman, Zoe Kumagai, and Mark Keemer. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com.